0: The difference between looking good and being good. Hi, my name is Matej and this is Surviving Art. (music) Our society has been transformed by the internet. Hollywood movies, productions and the ideas that social media moves us to impress people we hate by buying stuff we don't need with money we don't have. But without wandering off into the vast desert of social critique where anger grows in non-binary shrubbery plantations, I would like to point out one interesting fact about the spectacle that relates directly to us artists. The question of morality. Aesthetics and morality have been regarded as separate fields only since the 18th century, and the idea of a beautiful idiot is much more contemporary than most people think. Narcissius, for example, contrary to common belief, was in fact not regarded as a beautiful poet in his time. But before the division between the idea of aesthetics and morality... If a person was to be regarded as beautiful, they had to have moral standing too. But since the 18th century, visual beauty and inner beauty became separate concepts, and so art's function became much more diversified. Art stopped serving only as a visual stimulant, as was mostly the case prior in the Baroque and Rococo eras of the 17th century. A sad time for art, saved only by the dynamic plump bodies of Rubens and Velasquez's ninja perspective work. Well, after the division, more emphasis was given to the question of morality, the self, and soon painters around Europe would become intrigued not only with the beauty that was out there, but with the beauty that hid inside of us all. The soul and of course all the tiny little demons that co-inhabited the place when morality would go off for a holiday. It was a wonderful time of exploration and reconnection with the self, and nobody was aware of the changes that such an outlook on life would bring into the distant future. But now, it is the year 2019, and introspection is more of a good tag word for a vegan meal prep video than an actual exercise of mental and spiritual connection. And this is where I'd like to introduce an interesting read. There's also a nice movie about it, you can watch in the link in the description of the podcast. Well, that can explain a bit of why contemporary art has become a -a biathlon for artists to compete against each other for who can shock their audience the most in the two primary disciplines. Most outrageous price for living artists' work and most banal thing to be considered art by the art world. For now, Kuhn seems to be in the lead, but anything could happen, as we have seen with the demise of Damien Hurst in the past years. Well, but to get back on track, The Society of the Spectacle by Guy Debord is a wonderful and angry book that speaks about how society has diverged from the authentic human experience of life into an artificial spectacle of neon colors, action movies and weird romantic novels about glittery vampires and the glorification of sexual deviance amongst the ultra-rich. Well, not literally, because the board wrote the book in 1967, but you can tell he knew Fifty Shades of Something was coming. The main point of interest for us artists, though, is that today's society has alienated itself from reality and our ids, the Freudian term for the part of the human psyche that just wants to pig out on junk food and copulate until kingdom come. Well, we have grown hungrier and hungrier over time. We live lives where we battle the constant temptation of instant everything to just mindlessly consume random information and many of us have completely forgotten that the real thing isn't just the slogan for a brown fizzy sugar water drink but an actual place of wonder, excitement and incredible beauty just waiting outside our front door. But I'm not criticizing technology, because like alcohol, it is only a tool for us humans to express our true inner selves. And that's exactly where the core of all issues of social media destroying intimacy and social anxiety amongst people can be found, and will have to be addressed, in ourselves. As technology progresses and our lives become more and more connected, The lack of intimacy may just give rise to a democratic, decentralized big brother figure in the form of all of our friends, family and acquaintances, all passively in contact with most parts of our life. And I think this might actually make us better people. Because it won't be some invisible dude on a cloud that will be judging your unhealthy life choices. It will be real people that actually do care about your well-being. Well, but that's in the future. The weird utopian Orwellian future of 2084 where flying cars still haven't been invented yet, but iPhones can now vacuum the house and raising children has been fully delegated to an app that costs $4.99. For us creatives right now, it is important that we understand why said spectacles in the art world are happening, and the reason is quite simple if you think about it. The next best thing to satisfy the needs of the unhappy rich that have no sincere connection to reality, but more than enough money to burn to buy cars the same way we buy soap, on a whim, but only if it smells nice, it is to overstimulate the senses, and to do so as much as possible. And what better medium to choose than the best form of storytelling known to man? Art. Right? With conceptualism reigning strong, banality being accepted by the institutions as a merit of quality in art, and with prices in the hundreds of millions, the playing field is obviously reserved only for the ultra-rich. And the best part is, any one of them can come and play. If, in the old times, you had to have an eye for detail to really tell the difference between a good and a great realistic portrait, nailing the character of the portrait is harder than just by being a great realist painter, right? But now, it's concepts and ideas that are judged, not just appearances. And not only can more people play now, but they need less educating and the range between good and bad has been expanded almost indefinitely. Because while beauty may be subjective, belief is incomparably more subjective and there are many more beliefs in the world than there are standards of beauty. So, welcome and enjoy the show. No moral judgment, just more judging. And indeed the bar has been set quite high by Mark Powell, Marcus Harway, Andres Serrano and other artists. But note that Isn't the first time societies wound up in such a place of questionable morality and aesthetics? Every time there is abundance in some place of the world, people's judgments of good and bad seem to take on interesting perspective, like in the infamous roaring 20s of the 20th century. But then again, no need to really remember when, because, you know, everything old is new again. Thanks for listening. See you next time on Surviving Art.